Hi, I'm Katie Page. And I'm Paul Ashton. And we made a comedy feature film called This Isn't Funny that Maria Menunos and Kevin Undergaro helped us produce. Along with us, it stars Anthony LaPaglia, Eddie Gathegi, Mimi Rogers, David Pasquese, Chia Caridis, and Danielle Panabaker. And it features some hilarious stand-up comedy from Beth Stelling, Ahmed Barucha, Will Weldon, and Katie. And you can stream the film right now in the U.S. store of iTunes, on Google Play, and at Amazon. And if you like it, please tell your friends, share it, and rate it. Thanks so much, guys. The following is a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. Hollywood Redefined. From Los Angeles, California, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech, featuring a weekly roundup of tech news and gossip. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood Redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host of Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech. Uh oh. Y'all want to know why I'm on top? Y'all want to know? What, <laughs> what, 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 this is Nas? No. Welcome to Geek Nerd Tech. I like. The the, the the sounds of, of, of Nas from Godson. Which which act is this? Heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I should have just looked up like a weirdo. Uh, oh god. Nice this instrumental. Song so good. Uh welcome to Geek Nerd Tech, the show we break down tech news and nerd culture from a black and brown geek perspective. That was hey. close. I was close. I'm Joe Bra- Joe Braswell. I'm joined as always by my man Achilles Shine. What's up, sir? What up, man? How you doing? Chilling, chilling. Good. You got the Assassin's Creed hoodie on today. Did yeah. I already say that? that? Last time I called it to something else. No, nah, it was uh, Mission Impossible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was the uh, Ghost re- like Protocol. No, it was the uh, Minority Report. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> close okay. enough. Close enough. I'll give you. I give, today you look like Assassin's Creed, though. Yes, sir. Um, uh, and I got the lovely Alexis. How are you? I'm good. I'm ready to talk about some crazy tech nerd and video game news. Yes. We've got a lot going on. Yes, and you've got your nerd glasses. I do. I've got my Majora mask. And sure. your, and your, your masks and your nerd boobs. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's we all thank have. you. Um, I grew them myself. Thank they, you very much. There you are, right in the lab. <laughs> uh, the, uh, what was I saying here? Um, oh, we're starting. Uh, well, I want to get, I want to talk about something that came up, which is the, uh, Adweek had the top 10 most watched ads on online. I thought it was very cool. Okay. Um, I just, I don't know if you guys got a chance to look at any of these things, but, um, it just sort of speaks to, for me, speaks to the engagement of, um, how many, the, when things drop, how many views there, it, it speaks to me the, the, the successful engagement of online versus, uh, traditional media. And some of these are doing, like, in a very short amount of time, are doing a, a crazy amount of views. The one that won is the Barbie, is the Barbie Imagine Possibilities ad, which got 12 million views. Um, the one that caught my eye the most is the Snow Day one, uh, which just dropped, like, last week. You oh, know, really? yeah, I just, they dropped it. Nike dropped it. Uh, they did a, they did a making of. They showed me everything else. And oh. when I looked at it, it had like 301 views. And now it's up to 8 million views. And also, it doesn't help that the commercial is ubiquitous in all sports. If you watch any sports over the weekend, especially football, you see right. the commercial a thousand times. Uh, anything to jump out at you guys? You guys see anything? Or is this, this, this topic, like, any, any thoughts on the idea that 
you know, <clears throat> the proliferation of these types of ads online, and also any thoughts on any of the ads you see? Akili, what you? I mean, yeah, like, I think that's the power of YouTube, especially as it's you know um, transforming itself into YouTube Red. Just the ability to communicate to millions of people and, and active users, people that are actually seeking seeking it out, like and. You look at the top, you know, Fortune 500 companies, a lot of them are making some really compelling cinematic um, commercials. And I think it has a great entertainment value. And, I mean, I personally, I mean, it's kind of interesting because, like, when you watch TV, you don't want to watch the commercials. But then on YouTube, you hop on and you actually want to watch the commercials. So right. I think the platform allows for a better experience. Like, it's not necessarily force-fed where you have to sit and watch it. Like, you can choose what you want to watch. And I think that part is cool. You choose agree. what products, brands that you that you like, and eh, I agree. Uh, Alexis, is your, is your engagement better on line or on TV? I know you didn't watch TV. Well, yeah, I'm one of those people that the can't little cable cutters right. because um, <laughs> the fact that you know I live in a uh, like an apartment with like a bunch of people that are all my age, like 25 to 30, right. and um, most of the time I usually get my ads through like Hulu mm-hmm. and. Um, not so much through anything else. Um, do those ads? Are you are you, are you mean, clicking through? You, you care? Are you skipping ads? I mean, sometimes I skip ads and sometimes I don't. It really depends on what it is. I know that a lot of things with with YouTube, they usually do like um, the trailers sometimes. So there will be a trailer that I haven't seen as an ad, and I'll be like, oh, what's this? So before I even touch skip ad, I want to see the rest of it. And then obviously, if it's something I'm not inter- interested in, I'll hit it. Right. <clears throat> I notice a lot. Um, the holiday ads started coming up like in October and I was just like we haven't even hit Halloween yet and we're already talking about like Black Friday and Christmas stuff already yeah. that was kind of nuts to me that they were starting so early but I guess it's something I should be used to yeah I mean I, I'm, um, I agree with you Akila, uh, what you're saying about the, the going to these things online when you find them on YouTube they go they kind of go lack of a better term they go viral and you're, you want to hear about them you sent them um, all, all, all of these, uh, with the exception, even well, including Snow Day, I've seen online, and I have not seen uh, in either place. So I think I think it's worth worth a chat about. Um, speaking of a chat, a, a chat, a chat of Snap, that is <laughs> Snapchat. <laughs> yes, uh, there was so it was political season. It's well early, but really, uh, 2016 is our election year. But as you know, we ramped things up sort of early. You know, debates have started um, as, as early as two months ago, which is way too early. But you know, that's what we're doing. Um, but what's happened is that this latest, latest, latest Republican debate and at this roundtable with uh, all the Democrats that Rachel Maddow deal did, um, the action committee thought they would check out uh, what the young people thought. They thought they'd do that by just a, just a sampling of, of of Instagram and Snapchat users. Now, it's kind of a it's kind of a weird thing because it only took fifteen hundred people, mm-hmm. but you know it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a pretty good sample size, mm-hmm. and the results are pretty you know are pretty interesting to me. Only in that, uh, in, in the end result, they, the Republican side loved Trump and the Democratic side loved uh, Bernie Sanders. But the way they broke down and how they what they cared about the in the Republican side, tr- Trump won by a whopping eighteen percent of the vote. vote. Mm. Tied with um, uh, the, the super Negro Ben Carson uh, at uh, at eighteen percent, and then um, Carla Farina eight, Cruz five, Rubio three three, Bush zero, Huckabee zero, 
None of the above six, and then no opinion forty percent. What does that say about our youth? And I don't know if that's because it's the Republican side or not. If you switch over to the Democrat side, fifty-four percent better numbers already. Like you know, one uh, Sanders, twenty-seven Clinton. Uh, you know, the Chafee gets two percent, Lacey gets zero, and no opinions only eleven percent. Now I don't, I don't know if the stat says only fifteen hundred people, but I don't know if it's forty percent don't care about the Republican field, or if it's just too many to dilute it, or if it means that the youth are more swinging towards engage when it comes to Democrats, or does this even matter because it's only fifteen percent, fifteen hundred people? What do you think, Keely? I mean, I definitely think it's the the party. I think um, the Republican Party probably. You know their their demographic isn't really young young people, so I think the the Democratic Party their messaging and their, pre- their presentation mm-hmm. speak I mean. <laughs> speak more to the demo, de- demo that Snapchat and Instagram have. So I think that's why that those statistics are so disparaging. Um, I think there's more of an affinity towards um, people that are charismatic and speak about issues that you can relate to in your in your in your age grouping. But I think it's dope just um, the utilization of the technology that we're going to see in this in this um, election season. I'm um, just thinking about how many elections that I've been able to vote for. Mm-hmm. It's four now. This will be the fifth one. And just seeing like in my in my lifespan, just how things have changed and, and mutated in, t- in terms of what it is now, like how we're presented with stuff and how we're educated with stuff and how we can engage and interact with it. And then get the analytics for it. I think it's awesome. It's amazing. And it's a way to politicize youngsters. So mm-hmm. I think the fact that they're doing a poll like this uh, kind of speaks to, you know, the times. So. Yeah. And I know I know who you put it. So, so your first election, you did Bush 41, mm-hmm. and then you did Bush 43, mm-hmm. and then you did uh, Where I could vote. Bush, yeah. yeah. <laughs> these are yeah. going on people you voted for. And yeah. then uh, right, the last exactly. one, you did Romney. Exactly, right? exactly. And now <laughs> you're looking, leaning towards Trump. Absolutely. Okay. So Absolutely. Sure everyone, <laughs> everyone here knows that Trump is going to win. Just making sure I got, to, got this right. Lexus, what do you think? You're young. What um, do you think of this? <laughs> thanks for throwing it out there. Uh, no, but to be honest, like, I, I can see why. I, I completely agree with Achilles that I feel like it is extremely party based because most of the people that I know that are in my age group or in that age range, they're mostly for the Democratic Party. Um, I also know a lot of people who would just rather not deal with politics at all um, because they feel like they, even though they, they'll vote for other things, but they won't for an actual presidency, they usually don't vote because it feels like they'll never get what they want, which mm-hmm. is very much the generation that we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, but me personally, I feel like um, that I think this is a really good way to get us youngsters really into politics and learn more. Because, I mean, even though school can give us enough, I feel like social media can kind of work that in their own way to get them more um, interested in it. And I don't know what it is about social media and polls. Like, that's like a thing that people yeah. love. And yeah. I, you know. Well, it's just data. It's, it's, it's also like it's a way to get to young people and it's also data. And I think that, like, be able to have that real time data is. Yeah, no. Is and I think it's a smart way to go. Yeah. Uh, I'm interested to see what they'll do the next. Um, couple of mm-hmm. couple of years as mm-hmm. it relates to technology like why the infrastructures that we still have to drive to the pole station yeah I mean, can why I can't why can't we use our phones now no, can't, that's can't that, we that use our phones to vote is, is there like with our fingerprint and everything exactly. else that we need these days exactly. it, uh, it shouldn't be easy to verify exactly. who you are and to be able to sign sign up for something verify for something i mean that stuff is hackable obviously but you know the pole, like putting putting you know uh, pieces of piece of paper in a box right. for someone to carry into a van somewhere else is not mm-hmm. exactly the most foolproof thing anyway right. either. Yeah. So, 
I don't know. Um, no, I think that's a really. I don't know. I, I I was thinking about that like the other day. I was like, why aren't we using our phones or something or tablets or something to to do that instead of us getting in our car and driving over there? It probably would be easier to sit there at, from work and do it. Well, this is a larger story, which which sort of bleeds into our next story about mm-hmm. just like the curve, like the technology curve is never is often so far ahead of the bureaucracy curve mm-hmm. or the administer the red tape administrative curve, and and this is what happens. I mean, this, we all know the easiest way for all for to, to be for all of Americans to vote would be some sort of electronic, you know, even if it's not, even if it's not a web-based thing, mm-hmm. like, even if you can just go to the polling place and there's a screen and you can type, hit the screen and it zaps and it right. ca- yeah. calculates immediately, yeah. it's way more effective than, you know, uh, what, what happens now, mm-hmm. but alas, I digress, and then moving to her next thing, which I thought was interesting, and I saw in 538, uh, it's the conversations about, like, why are our, our medical records, I mean, you, you, know, go to, you go to any doctor's office and 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 it's like just rooms and rooms of files, you know. Like they're, they're, pull, they're actually pulling paper files of stuff. When you when you go to another doctor and you request your information, they still got to pull up the stuff, check it all out. Sometimes fax it over, like sometimes scan it. Like it's 2015. Why haven't we done this yet? And it's kind of and, and, and there's an article talking about that. And for you know. Um, both both Bush and Obama signed movements to create like incentives for doctors to switch over, but ultimately it's about costs and it's about habits, right? Yeah, I mean, I, <clears throat> I think they spent roughly thirty billion dollars to to begin this transition. But the thing that's problematic is that you know there's no singular or monolithic way of of um, corralling all the information. Yeah. So each it's not like Med System exactly. two fifteen. Mm-hmm. Each hospital <laughs> or doctor or practice has their own system of of managing the files. Yeah. So these systems don't often communicate with each other, so there's there's a, a, a disconnect, there's a loss, and so I think in, in terms of the future, propelling um, more of a fluidity is to incorporate more money to build a, a singular, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, communication pool where, pool where people can submit the information, receive the information. But then there's inherent problems with that because there's information you don't want your employer to see yep. or another doctor to see. So it's like, how, what system needs to be built to manage that so that the the the, pra- the the doctors and the practitioners are able to communicate effectively, but also the patients have you know the, their protections. Right. So like, how do you how do you design something that 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 can that could fulfill three hundred million people that live in this country? Like mm-hmm. that that's that's pretty tough. Yeah. yeah, I think I think that's the driving force that we need to to either a work on like. Uh, or focus on because I always feel like there's a lot of people I know that or even someone who has to see the doctor readily because I have um, brain damage is that sometimes I'll go see a different doctor and they'll be like we didn't get any information about your history or anything like that and I'm like well I just spent you know a whole hour filling out all this paperwork and then you guys haven't had it and you guys had a whole two weeks to do that so I feel like and then I have to wait another month to get my scan so it's yeah. like it's something that I've been really like and not an advocate for, but I've been really trying to to make that a thing, especially since a lot of people I know who have cancer. Like, that's a lot of things that you have to go from different hospital to hospital, and I just feel like that's something that they should really pay attention to. And again, one of the things that, you know, that is we're, like, dead last on in terms of, in America, Mm -hmm. like, in terms of how we, you know, obviously there's people way worse off from a bureaucratic standpoint. But we are not leading the way in any in, 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 in kind of modernization of anything when it comes to bureaucracies, especially in, 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 when it comes to medical mm-hmm. um, or insurance companies. So that, there you go. Um, moving on to uh, people who worked with leading the way, uh, Steve Jobs and Woz, uh, you know, um, Steve Jobs and, 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 and Wozniak, uh, they... Um, 
there's a, there's a little mini documentary on 538, a little series that you call Signals about. Uh, this is highlighted in the book, too, how Jobs and Wozniak created this little, basically, way to get around long-distance charge, charges to be able to hack uh, the phone system so they can have more time. Uh, more, more computing, more, you know, more, mm-hmm. more coding and computer time, which allowed them to sort of jump ahead of um, everyone else. I believe this was also highlighted in in um, Malcolm Gladwell's book too about uh, it's talking about like how um, you're able to get your ten thousand hours, how you're able to get this right. stuff. Um, I thought this was a great story. I don't know. Did you did you get a chance to check this out, Keely, at all? Definitely. <clears throat> I think it's a dope story, especially <clears throat> that is an ESPN um, production as well. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of cool. The the Significance of something like that yeah. integrated with the with a sports voice or sports angle. So they're, they're going, they're, well, the, you know, five thirty eight is following the Grantland model, right? And so they're trying to do that. Even they, even they shut down Grantland. They had, yep. they had now they have five thirty eight. So I'm sure. Speaking of which, we, all of our content we don't have anymore. But <laughs> well, it's that's up there. It's archived, not on, not on YouTube. Oh, they took it down on YouTube. Yeah. Not on YouTube. They took everything down. But anyway. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, they took everything down. But I think this is dope <clears throat> in the sense that these two nerds in their house, mm-hmm. you know. Breaking news. Just figuring, no, no, right? just figuring out how they, <laughs> how they can build build a, a faster, more efficient way for them to develop stuff. I think that's super awesome. And, mm-hmm. like, everything that they built and how it changed the world. And you you go microscopically and then you see, like, something as, as cool as that. I think it's just a cool factoid. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> Uh, what do you, do you have any I, thoughts on it? I don't have any thoughts on it. I okay. get to finish reading on it. So. That's cool. So they took down the entire, the, so the Grant Lane YouTube channel is down. That's and right. Then, and so all of our all of our views and everything is down there. Yeah. So we'd have to repost it. Yeah. Because we own it still. Well, we don't own it, but we digress. Uh, we can talk about this offline. Sorry. Oh, like, <laughs> Here's No. Uh, we, did, we did a lot of work for, for ESPN and Grant mm-hmm. That's all. Uh, okay. Uh, Apple Pay may sure they soon let you square up with your friends, a la Venmo. Yeah, I was like, what's this all about? Because I, I did a little bit of research, but I didn't really understand like what was the point of it. Well, I mean, well, I think well, you know, people. I don't know if you use Venmo. If you have Venmo, do you use Venmo? Mm-hmm. Okay, Keila, do you use Venmo? I've used it. But yeah, I, I use Square more so. Yeah, I was gonna square, say I use Square. square cash. Mm-hmm. I don't use uh, Square. It's the same. It's a, the same premise. It's very yeah. similar. Because if, if if I'm like we're, we're at dinner. For instance, we're at dinner. Okay. Yeah. So that's so I, I I've been using Venmo a lot and um I you know the the thing I've been reading about Venmo it's it's tricky because it's not exactly it's social. It's not exactly vettable. It's not mm. exactly your money's not necessarily safe. I mean, who's that's to say? That's why I'm kind of scared to use it. Yeah. <laughs> someone, you know, someone Venmoed me a decent amount the other day, and I felt like, and I couldn't pull it down, and I got nervous, oh, and I was like, geez. oh my god, how do I get this? And it was it was a mistake on my end, but it raised the question: like, is my money secure? Is it going to be stuck stuck out in cyberspace when I need it? Um, so anyway, <laughs> Apple Pay is in cyberspace when I need it. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's, that's not like an old man. <laughs> is my money up in the in the, in the cloud? In the cloud. <laughs> uh, but Apple Pay is doing is trying to do a similar thing, which I think is a good idea. I mean, Apple Pay is already integrated into your phone. I do use it; it's in your wallet. Mm-hmm. They're trying to do a very similar thing. I think it could be a success. I think it could take these people out of business. But people like Akili who don't even use Apple Pay, it may be <laughs> nothing else. So what do you what do you think of this? Can't okay, put you on blast. Oh yeah, nothing, <laughs> and you ain't getting my fingerprint. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Um, I mean, I think it's smart. Like, I think as there's more opportunity for for Apple to grow and ex- expanding um, consumers to buy their products, this is a, a great play because now 
um, the fact that just I mean the fact that they don't need to make money off of me sending money to you, Joe. Yeah, they don't have to take a percentage because they want me to buy a new phone. They mm-hmm. want you to buy a new phone, so they'll offer this service as as a perk. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's smart, and I think it's it's I think it's functionally dope as well. Like I mean, we're living now in, in really a cashless society, so yeah. to be able to um, pay without taking out your wallet and break up a bill in a restaurant with your friends or pay back someone yeah. with the click of a click of click of your fingerprint or whatever or the put the put input of your fingerprint I think is yeah. is really really sweet. Wow. But I won't be doing it. <laughs> uh, I think it's really innovative. Yeah. I just won't use it. I, 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 I'm, I'm already using it. They already got my fingerprint. They're already Obviously. using it. I mean, I blindly, I blindly trust Apple, which I probably shouldn't based on this next story. But what, what do you do? See, I'm like an old person. I would rather go to like Western Union than like go like do a transfer to what, like send a telegram. Like, yeah, it's like, hey, my friend needs cash, and I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna send him a yes. <laughs> Western Union. It's old school. Oh my god, I need this your account information Stop. so I can do that. Right. <laughs> Here's Fit your money. money. Stop. Stop. <laughs> All right. Fine. Thanks for getting turn up. Stop. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean I completely agree. I feel like uh, I I living in a cashless um, kind of society is weird to me because I mean as a person of Asian culture, if you um, I know this is, might be like a hard left, but like anytime you go to like Japantown or if you travel uh-huh. or anything like that, everything is mostly used with cash or some sort of uh-huh. currency. So it's very funny to watch somebody who's like, okay, here, here's my card, or here, do you have Apple Pay or something like yeah. that? And they're like, no, we're cash only. And then they like don't know what's happening. They're like, what? What is this prehistoric thing? Cash? Yeah. Paper money. Yeah. What? I was, so, I was in the airport the other day. I, I, maybe I'm just slow, but I, I didn't. I never saw this. I saw a vending machine where you could just put your iPhone yeah, up and yeah, get, yeah. No, get a bag of shit. That's, like, that's like really like, brand new. Yo. Like really brand new. I, I don't was have like, to put in quarters? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah. Well, Doritos. I, 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 I will say. <laughs> Instant Doritos. In, in, an, in an anti-plug, I never, ever, 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 ever go to McDonald's, but I was rushing and needed, Oh, I know. Need to drive through coffee. I wanted coffee. to bring this up. So I was like, get out they've of got town. A, they got an app and you buy one, you buy five coffees, you get one free. But more importantly, which may have Incentivize me to use them longer, but more importantly, no. when I pull up, you know they they tap Apple Pay and Google yep. Google Pay, whatever you guys Google do, wallet. Yep. Google Wallet. So yeah. this wallet's window, boop, coffee, boop. There's a couple. There's and a do couple. Do that four more times, um, like you want for free. They're just they're just helping you out. There's a couple Taco Bell's in Orange County that does that, where you can just go up to the drive-through and just yeah. use your phone. And I'm yeah, like, nice. this is ridiculous. I know. Well, I'm like, they, here's they, my twenty dollar bill of mysterious cash paper money. This may or may not <laughs> may get, get me back into McDonald's or Taco Bell. I just I've, I've been away from those two establishments for a minute. Well, yeah. I mean, but, I think, know. but it's the same thing. Like when I when you go to like Red Robin or like um, Chili's yeah. or something, you yep. don't give. Your, your check they don't you don't get a receipt you do it at this little tiny Is it Red kiosk Robin too? yeah Red okay. Robin's doing it now no I, I just went recently because I they they just built one in Northridge uh-huh. and, oh the new one yeah 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 and uh, I went there and they're literally like yeah we're not doing checks anymore like this is this is it. This is this is Robin. Like they actually even name it now. And I'm oh. like get out. Just uh, I'm here. I, I will say too, you know, as an entrepreneur, this does has this this technology does have a great usefulness because. Typically, when you do a job for someone, you might have to wait a, mm-hmm. a span of time to get paid, and that mm-hmm. 30, 60, or 90. Yep. But now you're like, yo, break out your phone. Pay me my money. <laughs> uh, it'll take me 90 days to get my phone to you. <laughs> no, drop me the fingerprint. No, uh, I always have like, I love it when people are just like, when, when they, they're like, oh, I don't know. There's even like homeless people who are like, oh, I like oh, oh, I don't have any cash. And they bring out a little fucking square and stick it uh, in their phone. Yeah. Like, hey, you got a credit card? I'm wow. Like, oh, my God. 
That's well, a good look. Yeah. Well, shit. Here, give me your phone. That's a good look. <laughs> Here's five dollars. Have a good day. That's a good look. Enjoy uh, that McDonald's. Very industrious homeless folks. <laughs> wow. Look, it was crazy. Like, uh, I was like, yeah. oh well, shit. Let's <laughs> wipe something. Yeah. I was um, like, there you go. Swipe right. that credit card. <laughs> well, speaking of me being in, in fingerprints and trusting Apple, there's an interesting article on, on Thrillers, which I, I love Thrillers, by the way. If you guys don't. No Thrillist, you should check it out. But they have, they, Thrillist does have something like a called Thrillist, te- Thrillist Tech now. Mm-hmm. But uh, I found this article here, and it was I learned something about there's a hidden app in your iPhone, and you don't need to worry about this, Alexis, because you're on Google. But I'm certain, yeah. I'm certain Google has worse. But oh, in your, shut in, up! In your Apple, in your Apple Maps. Uh, you know, when you put in your locations, you put in where you are, and you're dropping pins, and you're doing all the stuff in your Apple Maps, as I do all the time. Okay. There is a there is a one thing on there that you can turn on and turn off called frequent locations in, 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 in your in your in your in your settings. Right. If you do not turn your frequent frequent locations off, you can get a report of exactly how often you visit places in a city. So what it looks like, it'll say, if you pull up my phone, I'm like, New York City, you know, 45 locations recorded from this time to this time. You know, New Hampshire, mm. Connecticut, uh, whatever. It'll tell you exactly where you where, where where you've been, all the locations you've been at. Yeah, I don't like you that. You can click on it, it'll tell you everything you've been at, and and, and there's that. That's that's the first report you get, and you're like, oh, okay, there's that report. That's not so bad. And then you take out the second report, <laughs> and, it, and there's more. Well, it, 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 yeah, it pulls up exactly sort of where you've been, and then oh, then, the, then the other report will give you sort of an aggregate. It gives you this sort of like zone and by, by time, so it'll, you, you can you can pinpoint like God Achilles in this neighborhood from this time to this time a whole lot. Like if I wanted like grab Achilles' phone and be like, what are you got a booty call in this neighborhood? Ach- Achilles, it, he's in the <laughs> yeah, he's in the blue red light district. <laughs> Like an awful lot of time. In fact, he was From there. This we're, we're, time to this time. We're supposed to be working that day. He's <laughs> still here. So the point That's is. That's going to cause some problems. Yeah, the idea that you can fi- sort of figure out the show that's like, just oh sort of zone you out, like where you've been and then do it by time and sort of get an idea of where the time is. If you have a side chick, you also, are screwed. All of, the, all of Kitty's locations, like where he's at. Uh, I'm gonna be turning that GPS off. So the bad, <laughs> so the bad news is, is that you can do that, and you can find that on your, you know, whatever your, yeah. your coworker's phone or your, your your employee's phone or your significant other's phone. We're well, trying to put someone on blast. But the worst news is, this information is also going to Apple, so they can find you too. I was already afraid when Uber. Uber got in some hot water. When, when they have something at Uber called the God Screen. I don't the know about heck this. is that? Well, you know, Uber, as you know, you know, if you if you look at your phone, they they shows you where all every driver yeah, yeah. is and all the stuff on, you, on your phone, so you can see where all the drivers are, right. who's coming, when the drivers coming in real time. Right, right. When you go to Uber headquarters in San Francisco, you look at the God Screen that has every single car and every person that's in the car. Oh, that's creepy. So you can look at it. So you can type in George Clooney. And then, and there's George Clooney driving in, in an Uber. If George Clooney is in an Uber, they know. If you're in an Uber, they know. So they could sit there and for fun, they'd be like, "Oh, where's Leonardo DiCaprio going now? Oh, he's going to so and so's house again. That address. Like, there's so much information that they have, oh, and they would God. have fun with it. And they got they on a tour, they got busted with it. That's a whole different separate story. Oh. My point is, the God screen. Apple has a God screen too. We're giving it to them. We talk about all, all, all this talk about Facebook and all the information we give Facebook and all the things that we can Facebook can do. And yeah, Facebook's not even like on the radar for me. Anymore. I mean, they <laughs> they do a lot, but don't don't sleep on Apple. Apple's collecting some data too. What do you think of this, Akili? And they got your fingerprint. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like I'm on parole. <laughs> 
serious, man. Ankle bracelet. Got three strikes. I was going to say, I was like, uh, you're on house arrest. Um, that, that blew my mind. You know, that, for me, who's an Apple apologist, no, I mean, it really blew my mind. No, technically Google has the same thing, but it's not to that point. I'll get like sometimes if you use like the Google homepage on your phone, sometimes it'll be like, hey, you've been to this, 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 and this. How was it? And I'm like, Trust this me, is weird. they doing it too. Well, no, obviously. I just, I don't see it. So they're, they're hiding it a little bit better. But, uh, but no, I, I think it's, I think it's weird. I mean, sometimes I'm like, okay, that's kind of nice that I get to see, like, what I visited. Maybe I want to go back there. I don't know, whatever. Or if I'm like, hey, I can't remember, there's a restaurant I went to last week. Uh, I'll look at that. But I feel like it's not a big deal. Also, it's really scary to me. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, to to think that this Uh, is, this is so tucked away in, in the, you gotta find the programming it. of, of <laughs> yeah. the software. That's yeah. the last thing on, yeah. on a long laundry list of things, and like it's so like oh, simp- simplified. Like yeah. oh, that's nothing. Yeah, and your phone is just do, 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 tracking, 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 collecting, 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 oh, shipping so off, shipping off, shipping off. Yep, and you are being watched. Yeah, it's very, very much like the the movie that I can never remember that I said that. <laughs> Good job, um, Enemy of the State. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, yeah. That, that movie. Yeah, where they're tracking things. Like, that movie's like ten years old. I love that movie. I need to rewatch yeah, that. That's a dope movie. It's a really 10, good Twelve movie. years old, and all that, all that stuff is like really, mm-hmm. really, really coming true. Mm-hmm. They really track your ass. Uh, what's the other bad version of that? It was a bad one like that with Shia LaBeouf. Um, oh, the um, Eli. Eli. Yeah, Eli. Yeah, yeah, that was that eh. was a terrible version eh. of that. But uh, all eh. right. Um, so yeah, be very afraid. So are you yes. are, are you gonna turn this joint off in your thing? Like, my, you know? my phone's off right now. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not using my phone. <laughs> no, nothing. No fingerprints. No calls. Nothing. No incoming <laughs> calls accepted. <laughs> nothing. Nah. Um. Yeah, I think I probably will turn that off. I don't see. I, I mean, you would keep it on if you need Siri or you need the phone to tell you, hey, you're you're 15 minutes away from home or it's traffic. I don't necessarily need that. Like, yeah. I can clearly see it's traffic. I can clearly because see it. Because they use it to be able to, <laughs> this is how they get you. This is how Facebook gets you. Yeah, yeah, They yeah. give you a list of things why, oh, we're, we're just trying to better help you nope. live, get you through your day. Nope. Well, Siri needs the information so Siri can know what you, you know, I'm trying to help you out. Nah. There should be yeah. giant middle fingers every yeah. time Facebook or Google or whatever was just like, we're just trying to help you get home. I'm like, I think I can figure it out. I'm like, right. Uh, so move, moving forward, um, the Peanuts movie was you know, what, came what did out. you say? The Peanuts oh, okay. movie, <laughs> yeah, Peanuts. I know. Like, I was like, what did he say? Wrong show. Whoa, movie. Hey, hey, hey. That, the other movie, Black Hollywood was, After Dark. All right, yeah. relax. <laughs> the other movie was pretty good too, but uh, I didn't see it. Which one? The pe- <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. Yeah, wow. that's why I wanted him to say it. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, that, that's only, it's only on my iPhone. It's only showing on my iPhone and, and my sent messages. Get out of here. <laughs> so <laughs> the certain individuals. the Charlie Brown Peanuts movie. <laughs> Peanuts movie. <laughs> so uh, wow. It's so close. Peanut. <laughs> Lord of mercy. Uh, the Charlie okay. Brown movie. Uh, did, did a crazy, crazy amount of uh, marketing and incredible mm-hmm. marketing blitz. I mean, it was from everything from tasty cakes to crunches to you know film. I mean, there, was, there was not one piece of of anything out there that didn't have Charlie Brown or Snoopy's grill mm-hmm. grill on it, and yeah. it was somewhat successful for them. But what was not, and because the movie opened pretty well and, and it had good, got good reviews, what was not successful for them though was their 
and it was their online engagement. They had you know, Makes sense. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, they had all these other things. Um, and well, I wouldn't classify it as not being successful. I would say it's not. It was not as as successful, successful. as their marketing push for the minions, but it was still had a level of success. But it wasn't like it was just oh, just a train wreck of of of, of just, marketing. I well, just, I said, I, not a train wreck. I, yeah, right. For me to say it wasn't a, it wasn't a success is, is thing, but it, but it was it was it was. Um, sharply less than the minions mm-hmm. for the, for the other movie, and and, and why? Well, they, we I know why, but what do you think? This no, was? I think it was just because a lot of kids, like younger kids in this generation, don't know who Charlie Brown and the gang are. Me personally, and, and, I think they just with minions. It just it was something new. Yeah, kids grew that, up with it. The minions look more interesting. They than do Charlie than Brown. Charlie Brown. Yeah, I, well, I, I I disagree with that because I think that 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 with what. what? With uh, Besides, I think what you said. They, I don't know. Like, no, 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 no. I, I, I disagree with the point about like that. Kids don't know Charlie Brown, so there's no I think re- they re- don't. recognition there. I think with all all the bus backs and everything else, there are plenty of kids who. I, I this is one of the things I noted. I'm like, God, all these kids don't know who Charlie Brown is, but mm-hmm. every kid is like so excited. I want to see Snoopy and Charlie Brown because it's in their face everywhere. Okay, and so I think that that part was successful. I think the part that wasn't successful is kids aren't on their phone, kids aren't on Facebook, kids aren't on. On Instagram, kids well, are on the Snapchat. Kids that, that want to see that, like that Snoopy. Age group. Yeah, that no. age I mean, group. they are, but they're not using right. the, like the internet for what we would use it for. Mi- minions. There's a lot of adults, like people who are like minions, oh. you know, and also when take their when exactly when they take their kids. There's a little bit of that in the, in the, in the peanuts, um, peanuts uh, thing, Lord but not not as much. And I feel like that that's where it suffered. I think that they weren't able to engage those kids because those kids aren't no. there yeah. to find that stuff. No. I mean, uh, even though I know a lot of adults and young adults who do like Charlie Brown and things like that, but I don't think they care that there's a movie right. coming out. They're kind of like, oh, that's cute, and then they just kind of move on. Right. So okay. there are other movies that they would rather be gushing over than the Peanuts. Right. The Peanuts. Uh, um, moving forward, uh, Activision uh, Blizzard launches a studio to create a Call of Duty cinematic universe. And this is something that was a long time coming. Mm-hmm. And this, this, there, there, there's like, on how many Call of Duty games, the first, <laughs> all, all, all the Call of Duty Modern Warfare trilogy featured all the same characters that you followed and played along. Yep. This new version um, has a... A Black Ops. The Black Ops yeah. one. It's how it follows, like, yeah, so it follows a trilogy of the, mm-hmm. the people and the father and the son of the mm-hmm. people and the, and the grandson of the people. So there already is within the existence <laughs> of the of the universe like two separate stories. <laughs> two separate stories that, uh, that, that are there that you can make so much rich content on. The question I have is, it seems like a no-brainer, but do we need a cinematic universe about, like, war and no. battles? Nope. It makes so much sense. Nope. It makes so much sense in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, I'm like, well, wait a minute Hey, Joe, here. hey, Joe, hey, Joe. Hey. No. Uh, well, I say yes. Okay. <laughs> I say yes because we are we are moving into an era where niche content is going to be, be king. And so people that have a strong interest of this type of content are millions of people. Okay. And so right. you got to think that millions of people would love to watch a cinematic element of this. Right. And the fact that a company like Activision has so much freaking money, got like it. they can easily create and, and produce and distribute the content. So sure. it's, it's a win-win for them to keep people engaged in their universe, to buy more games, to buy whatever else they develop 
in, in future, future down the line. So I think this is hella smart. No, no, I'm do. not saying that it's not smart. That is definitely not what I'm saying because yeah. they're going to get a shit ton of money for it. I just don't think that it's necessary. Is what I'm from saying. A, from, you mean from a content creator? Yeah, okay. but like for the the marketing aspect and just like making a literally a shit ton of money. Mm-hmm. Yes, then I say I would be all in. I'd be like, do it, just go for it. I don't care, but. Personally, I think I'm like, we don't really need it. And yeah. as, as a person whose most video game movies don't even do very well. Well, trust me, there's a shitload of things that we don't need that we get anyway. Well, duh. Like, 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 we didn't really need a Peanuts movie, to be honest with you. Well. But, <laughs> but my point is, well, no. <laughs> but my point is, I, like, Achilles' point is, is, is spot on for me in that, like, this is, this is kind of the future, especially when you see these, mm-hmm. these companies with as much infrastructure and money as, as they have. So, yeah. they, they, not only they have Billions. the money yeah, no, and the infrastructure, they yeah. have, like, billion dollars worth of intellectual property that they own. Well, yeah. So this is like, I mean, this is essentially better off than what than most studios have starting out. No, with. and that's why I said it's a great idea and I right. think they should do it. I just the personally content think that, wise. yeah, but again, I'm just like, eh. I like the idea because, you know, if you look at the traditional studio, you know, business, um, like people, like Universal or MG or yeah. wherever they are, they're constantly trying to look at their old catalog and figure out like what 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 do we own? What old TV shows do we own? Mm-hmm. What old movies can we do? I mean, like Universal, God, they're rebooting Die Hard for of for no freaking reason. Well, because, the, the number one action movie, right? Yes, it is. Still, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm saying, no, no, I'm, it is. But I'm just I, like I don't know why we have to reboot anyway. I said top three, but the point is that they're, they're going. <laughs> They're they're going like you know Universal's going in and like you know they look at all their mon- how many how many times that Universal has looked at their monster franchises and oh, how, yeah, they're re- how are we going to reboot Frankenstein hear, Dracula did you Mummy. know they're rebooting Van Helsing they're yeah they're rebooting Van Helsing mm-hmm. they're, 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 they're giving Dracula another shot yep. they're giving uh, you know, Frankenstein another shot you know yeah. so you know the point is that this makes sense. And and also when you see the, the universes like the Marvel universe, see what the Marvel universe did for 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 uh, now for Disney, but yeah. in that whole structure, you see what the Harry Potter universe did. You see what the what the uh, the uh, Twilight universe mm, did. You see what the Stephen Hunger Games universe that. did. We've got that's just like man, we got some universes, and not, you know? <laughs> and, not, and not just that. You got to keep in mind too, like where we're going with VR technology. True, true, like true, true. a lot of these video games aren't going to be playing with a controller and yeah. looking at a TV screen. It'll be immersive, right. and so to be able to have some type of movie cinematic element, like having both of those those things being developed, right, and maybe right. there could be yeah. a synergy of the two. Like that's what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. and, and like, you're going to be playing in the movie. You know? Yeah. The the yeah. world. The like, like, I don't care. I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm so done. Uh, but I think it'd be. But like, if I was on the other side of that spectrum, I would just be like, "This is the best thing ever." I want to. I want to skip this. Star, I want to skip this Star Wars story because you know. Star- I'm guys. You know how much I love Star Wars. Yes. You know how much I am so excited for this movie. I've actually hit that point with advertising that I'm just like, can we stop? Well, it's funny. Like I'm done. Uh, well, I guess we'll talk about it for a second. It's funny yeah. because I spent the last eighteen months on kind of like a very soft like boycott, like very yeah. soft like I don't want to know too much. I'm not. I'm just purposely just because I'm gonna get over. I don't think you really have a choice to this. And then point. about three weeks ago, it oh, hit me. I'm like, oh shit, I'm excited. This is exciting. And I mm-hmm. really ramped up and freaked out right around that toy door when when the BB-8 <laughs> uh, dropped. So um, you know, right when the toys dropped and like and the, the new the new trailers and new posters mm-hmm. came out, I was like, I'm excited. 
Now, on this push, we were about 30, 32 days away, you know. Uh, yeah, pretty much. This last push, they're really pushing. They're like, hey, here's everything. And, and so I'm like, I oh, know. I get it. I, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I just I'm feel like they should have done this earlier. Well, they, and then, no, like, been, slowly, like, um, Mark, Mark Donica, who does the Jedi Alliance show on Popcorn Talk Network, like, we were talking about it earlier, and I know he's brought it up on his show several times, is that I feel like they should have brought it earlier and then did a slow push yeah. throughout. I you think know. that I think that the, I think I think they're going to bore out being correct, like yeah. tri- trickling in and then doing a push now because everyone's going to see this movie. Like, yeah, you know. I uh, mean, I've, I know people who don't even like that didn't even know that there was a new Star Wars movie coming out now, being excited for it because they, they don't. You know, we knew because we're, we're nerds yeah. and we love that. But like the general population is like, oh, did you know that there's a Star Wars I, movie had, coming out? Yes, I've, I've known two, for like three a people, year. Two people that I know who like really have no association of like so. Do I like what's a Yoda? Do I need to go and watch this? <laughs> what's like, a Yoda? I kind of want to start watching. So which one should I watch first? And like I'm like, wow, like, uh-huh. that's how much it got to you. Yeah, like, off the off the street. Like, was I like, guess, hey, should I watch it? I don't want to be left out. I guess I should yeah. go back and watch these other six movies. It's gotten to that point now because there's so much stuff about it. Like the guy, you know, sadly who passed away, he got to see the movie early, and then there's all the toys, and like there's just it's in every type of news media spectrum yeah. that people are just like, oh, I want to watch it. Sorry, there's I didn't so mean much, to go so, on a so, giant so tangent. Much, so much for me not talking about Sorry. it. Sorry! You want to add anything to this? <laughs> nah, man. Yeah. Sorry, my bad. Sorry. 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 Star Wars is, is awesome. All right. Better hope it holds up. Uh, I do. I want to hit these last two things. Cause <laughs> a lot of people have been saying that, and I'm like, don't say that. Better hope it holds up. <laughs> I think it will. Xbox Xbox Live went down for a while. That was a big deal. Oh, it's my God. Everyone was so upset. Because it came out. It went down during the week of Call of Releases. Duty. And you Fallout know, 4. Fallout 4. Tomb guys, Raider. Guys, I know that all these awesome games came out. Chill. Yeah, well, I mean, it's, <laughs> they it's are hard. on it. Uh, yeah, and so and then, whatever. And then PlayStation's capitalizing. You don't, get, you don't got that over on PlayStation, so you know. <laughs> so I don't know. Yep. Uh, I've been a lot of PlayStation. I've been hearing a lot of PlayStation. No, smack I would never. Lately. I would never smack talk because I actually love both consoles. But I've okay. noticed that everyone I know who has an Xbox One's like, oh, my thing doesn't work, and I'm like, well, that's funny. I'm still playing Destiny. I don't when know what's I, happening. When I ever, when I ever get back to any kind of thing that resembles a normal life, if that ever happens. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get both consoles, and then my, my, my fantasy is I'm gonna spend like an entire week, like on both consoles, like freaking Jam Master J, on both consoles, <laughs> no, like, <laughs> like mixing. See, anyway. I, I, I like, I mean, I like, I have them, and I'm not sitting there like, yeah, I've literally got to the point where I'm like, oh wow, I'm actually getting dust on yeah. my consoles. So uh, I mean, I don't I know, whatever. See. All right, last, uh, last one before you get getting your stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, Alexis. go for it. Um, there was announced that, that, that CBS is bringing back Star, Star Trek. We talked about that. But mm-hmm. unless Moonves wanted to drop it only on CBS Access, which, you know, <laughs> I, I think this is a brilliant move. And this is why. And when, when they announced CBS All Access, and actually, yeah. and actually was, I subscribed to it for a month for free, and then it was like charging me for three months. So I had it for three months. And I was like, what is this CBS Whoa. thing? Whoa. Anyway, I got duped. But... <laughs> I thought CBS doing a on CBS doing their own thing. They have a bunch of content back there. Right. You can go back and watch old, you know, all their old shows and yeah. everything else. I think I think it's great. But if you don't want to just watch old Gilligan's Islands and TSIs, you, you know, you could. What they did was they're saying they're dropping this new CBS, this new Star Star Trek thing. But you can only watch it on here, and this is their way to help launch the network, no, just like sense. just like Amazon, mm-hmm. just like all the other people doing it. And this is the way to say like these back to these existing intellectual properties that you have and own to take existing fans mm-hmm. and then take them to take them over to your house and keep them at your house. Right. I think this is brilliant because the first thing will premiere on CBS, and then watch the rest. It'll go on um, all access. They almost were going to do this with Supergirl. 
Oh, you no, know, no, they, you know, I don't remember. Because, but but they, they didn't know if Supergirl had the legs yet yeah. because who, who didn't want to care. They know people care about Star Trek. There's enough Star Trek mm-hmm. fans to support the whole network. Oh, so yeah. uh, if the Star, Star Trek fans will will pay you know, five ninety five and, and and get all the Gilligan's Island and all the crap they want just to watch Star Trek. So I think it's a brilliant, brilliant move. And I won't I won't be surprised if you don't see. ABC doing a similar thing with Star Wars. So like doing say ABC's gonna launch one and they're gonna pull over new Star Wars content or new Marvel content. Like ABC if ABC did this, they could support a whole ecosystem on Marvel and Star Wars Star I mean, Wars content alone. Yeah, just so on that. This, this is a good model. I think it's brilliant. What do you think, Keely? Definitely think it's a good model. Um I think I think it's they're late in the game, but I think they it's it's a, it's a good way to uh up the ante in the battle of abusers and, and consumers of content. So I, I like that about it. I, mean, I, I like how they're even positioning it. Hey, like Netflix, we're still homies, but yeah. we're also your competitor too. Right. So our, our our dope stuff, nah, you can't have that quite yet. Yeah. You got to let us run that first. But right. you can have some of this off-brand stuff or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so, HBO's doing the same thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? So I, I kind of like that. And I was just thinking, like, how come... the if the if the networks made like some type of an alliance together, they could easily kill Netflix and Hulu to create some type yeah. of hub no, where you have a subscription model and you get all the, all the yeah. dope content. That, that what, may what, what's Netflix going to do then? Yeah, they, the, they, they, that may happen. And then that, I think that, Netflix will be fine. Well, that, that may happen. I think. But that, I know that, what you mean. And that's why Netflix is sort of like bulking up their mm-hmm. bulking up their original pro- yeah. programming. Yeah. That day probably will come. Exactly. Oh yeah, no. Because these these deals are like going to go into like seventeen and nineteen, so they so they don't have a choice. Yeah. So everybody's kind of like prepared for the future once like like the dude did that Hulu was Hulu was created was launched by Fox a partnership between Fox mm-hmm. and NBC right. you know so and then and they started getting other ABC and other other well CBS was not involved in Hulu at all right. and now we know why but Hulu I mean uh, who knows what Hulu will become who knows if Fox says we're going to do our own thing or ABC says we're going to do their own thing a Disney version of this nice. that has all Disney content I'm ABC and, and, Ma- and Marvel and Star Trek and like yeah. they, they could really make some money so but because they're already in bed with Netflix until like 2019 nothing they can do and Netflix yeah. knows this is coming no I, I, I completely agree with you and I think that I mean there's a lot of places that are doing that now like um, for, for anime lovers uh, Funimation is also going to be doing like an all access yeah. package thing where like you can watch as much anime as you want but it's only Funimation stuff, which is a lot. Of, it's the most popular one that I know. Right. So a lot of people are already signing up for that because there's actually content that they will not release any other way unless you get the all access package. So right. I mean, I, I think Netflix will still be able to like keep on trucking, but I feel like yeah, they'll start getting to that point where they'll keep on trucking. I just wonder um, what, the, what, what is the, this? 1979. Keep on <laughs> trucking. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> I wonder what the frontier yeah. looks like because. I mean, the average the average consumer is not going to have five subscriptions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, no, I agree. that's why everything is so niched out. Like, what do you do? Like, do you do you do you get the the one anime mm-hmm. subscription? Do you get the Showtime, um, HBO Go? Do you, be, the Showtime, what yeah. is it? Uh, uh, Showtime anytime. Showtime anytime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you or get HBO Netflix? Now. Do you get Hulu? Do you get YouTube Red? Like, how how do you? How do you decide? You know, yeah. Right? So it's gonna be rough. Well, what they're gonna do is they're they gonna keep these price points low really so that low. it adds up to your same as your cable bill. It's just right. basically a way of having a la carte because you're paying right now, like I'm paying a hundred, like a hundred dollars for cable right now. You know, that's I mean, why it's just cable's just gonna be obsolete at right. that point. Right, a la carte out, and I can yeah. get I can get all those channels I want to have for mm-hmm. like eighty nine dollars. Maybe and if I'll they do make, that. If they start making apps and they use like the Chromecast or Apple TV, yeah. there's literally like cable's going to be done after yeah. that. As, as soon as the networks start doing that, know, Com- Comcast can Comcast and uh, Time Warner are not gonna go quietly. Too much money. Uh, yes, well, no, of course not. But yeah. 
Um, you have some stuff. Yes. Uh, there's some video game news that besides the Xbox stuff that I want to talk about. Um, we had a Zelda spinoff to introduce a female Link, whose oh. name uh, Linkle. Uh-huh. Um, pretty much it's for the Hyrule Warriors Legends uh, for the 3DS. They've just decided to put in a new version, so now they have a female protagonist who's like who's Link, but technically her name is Linkle, and that's what she looks like. And uh, Nintendo America actually put out the tweet, I think, uh, sometime either today or yesterday or something like that. So uh, I, I got, I got, I got, I got so many things to say about Linkle. But go ahead. Oh, okay. No, that was that was literally it. I just okay. um, a lot of people are really excited for it. Some people are kind of like, why did they do that? But I mean, a lot of a lot of ladies are very yeah. Excited like, for that. I'm all I'm all for the female character. I'm all yeah. for you know. And she doesn't. But the one thing that I noticed is that she's not super girly. Well, that is the she's one not thing super girly. Him. She's a little. I mean, it's weird. She's she's somewhat sexualized. Yeah, but not you know with with the, with the high the thigh high boots, but also but her but she's like. But she's also covering majority of her like of her actual like yeah. So uh, jiggly bits. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> she's uh, yeah. That's the, technical, the technical term is jiggly bits. <laughs> that's the first thing that came to my mind. Uh, but, but I mean, they could have made it worse. I don't know what you do. I mean, she's it's kind of got a Laura Croft vibe. You kind of want her to be a little sexy, but she's not over sexualized. I guess I'm okay with that. I don't know. Is this, I don't know. What I'm it, sorry. Do you want her to be more sexy? <laughs> I don't know what I, I don't know what I want. Part of me's like she needs to be more sexy. Then I'm like, nah, she can't be. But it's weird. It's like she's got like a little girl face, and then she's got the yeah, boobs. It's like yeah, freaking it's me weird. out. Okay, it's okay. It's making me feel right. like like a, a guy with a gray beard should be looking at. Linkle. The second thing is, the second. I feel like he's just you're just. I'm like yourself. I don't want to play Linkle. Like no, she has I, nice legs, but if she's like little. Ah, no, a, I get it. Here's the other thing. Uh, Linkle. That's uh, yeah. the best they can do. Okay, so all, all, all of the all of the brilliant minds of all of Nintendo, like Link. Let's just call her Linkle. Yeah, I, they just I gave up. Is that a <laughs> Did they have a meeting at the bar? Linkle. <laughs> No. That's awful. I I don't understand why Nintendo decided no, but like it's weird. It's <laughs> like it's really close to just something that just doesn't make it. Just it's weird. It's wrinkle. I, I mean, know. but from Link, you could do a thousand. I'm sure they won a thousand names in the name generator, and yeah. they, they all voted on Linkle. Uh, you think Linkle's a dope name? I do. Okay. Not. <laughs> okay. I was like, what? <laughs> all right. Well, then that's why they, they'd but, be cute. Yeah. It was another meeting. So I, I do not. Oh, okay. You do not. Okay. I no, do not. I, I don't. I don't know why they chose to use Linkle. I think it's weird. I think they were trying to be like, let's make her cutesy. Let's add Linkle. Like, oh, look how cute Linkle is. But no, I feel like they could have. It actually has a ring. I'm not even gonna lie. Linkle. Yeah. Yeah. It does have a ring. I mean, it, it makes sense. But at the same time, I'm kind of like, there couldn't have been a better name. Yeah. Well, Something. They, actually, the more I say it, the more I like it. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, that anyway. was that was. A Th- uh, thing it's supposed to be the game supposed to be re- uh, released I believe or Wind Waker. Um, I don't want to have sex March with Winkle, though. Twenty five. Well, no, who, what? Why would you want to do that? I want to have sex with Laura Croft. That's different. No, it's that's not. That's totally different. She's like I don't know how old she is, but like Ugh. she's like she's like the little cutesy you know yeah. thing. But then Laura Croft is a, a sexy badass like character. I mean, she's badass to a point. Linkle's but has not... got two crossbows and thigh high no, boots. Again, again, she's a pretty. Yeah. Badass, and yeah. then you have Laura Croft, who's pretty, but also just like she has sex appeal into her character. Anyway, I'm, I'm, conf- I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm officially gonna confused, it. Nintendo. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, that's, um, that's all we got. I think, yeah. Oh wait, is it, wait no, we, it was just. Uh, we we want to watch something. We weren't. We. Were, I was gonna talk about because the fact that it did release uh, this week or last week was the uh, the World of Warcraft trailer. Oh for yeah. the movie. I don't know if yeah. you guys saw it. I mean, I, we don't. It, like, we can we can play a little bit of it. Yeah, I know, we can play yeah. a little bit of it. I saw yeah. it. So I don't know how you guys feel about it. I don't know if you've seen anything or heard anything about it. But this is the same thing of how. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, but like, it, it's just something that we were just talking about with Call of Duty that I wanted to talk about was just the fact of how do you feel about you know yeah. them taking something that's like a huge, um, uh, 
conglomerate and then making it into a, like an actual live action yeah, movie it's, that's going to be it's, in theaters. This, this is one of the universe. one of the universe I, didn't, I, didn't, I wanted to mention too. And personally, I am O U T really? out All right. out right. on the trailer, out on the universe, out on the game, right. out on people who play the game. Out on, you guys out, were all gone home for Call of Duty movie coming BlizzCon, out. Out. Oh, yeah, yeah. So BlizzCon but, was kind of crazy. But that being said, I guess I, I the reason why I'm out is uh, I have a couple friends who who we sat at poker at a poker night the other night, and a couple of my buddies do play this, and they saw they were showing the trailer, they were really excited. Oh yeah, and. uh I just don't. I think the CG looks that looks bad. The creature, the orcs, it looks. It the orcs me, look a little strange. Reminds me of Battlefield Earth, like Travolta mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. uh, and Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> Damn. Like I, I just, I feel like the whole, you know, we just had the whole Lord of the Rings, Hobbit. Like we I think know people are just, they just, they just know. I'm a little fatigued of the like, the giant orc battles, and, yeah. <laughs> and none of it like doesn't do anything for me. And I, and I don't play the game. Right. I'm into the world. Do you think it's gonna do well? Yes, because there's millions and millions mm-hmm. of World of Warcraft. That's why I asked, because we were just talking about it for Call of Duty and stuff. What do you think, Akili? I think that uh, the trailer looked awesome. Like, I I can't I'm in the minority. I'm in the minority. Are you serious? (laughs) No. Oh, I'm going to say. super sarcastic. I can't Uh, wait. Uh, Yeah, no, I just, I'm just, I, uh, there's a lot of talk about it, and a lot of people are excited, and a lot of people are kind of like, why is this even a thing? Right. So, that's why I brought it up, since it's, you know. What do you think? I'm I I used to be a hardcore WoW oh, fan at one point and sure. then but now seeing this trailer I was kind of like mm, I'm probably not gonna watch it I mean I will probably go just to review it but I won't like it, uh, it's not something that I'm like racing to go see I'd rather see Star Wars eight times Would you say that it lost its WoW factor? <sighs> Heyo, get the fuck out! <laughs> just that kidding. was really good. Thank you. No, Thank no, you. Mark. No, <laughs> Thank you, Mark. don't Thank encourage you. him. Uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, let's get out of here. That's all. I got. <laughs> Okay. All right. Where can the people find you, Alexis? Uh, you can find me all over social media as um, uh, oh. after. Oh, actually, I was just about to talk about AfterBuzz. <laughs> um, you can find me all over social media as a towards eight nine zero. Definitely go check out all of the other networks here that we that we host. We have AfterBuzz TV where we talk about TV shows and we recap them. We also talk about movies on Popcorn Talk uh, Network, which I was talking about for Jedi Alliance and other things like that. If you love books, Book Circle Online is another place to go. And then sooner or later, we're going to have an Every Girl Network, which is just. A, a bunch of topics that we talk about with a bunch of ladies. Sure. So yeah, definitely follow. I'm hanging hang out inside the front door. You should. You should do it. <laughs> that won't be creepy. And, at all. Be creepy and you at will all. find Joe there, just watching, yes. just being creepy. We'll be creepy. I'll be in the in couch. That creep fest. Yes. Oh, Lord Akili. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Akili Shiz Sign. You should see it. It's it's a great Instagram. You should. Find I've me been on. stalking, oh, being you. creepy. And <laughs> Twitter and Instagram at Joe K Braswell, and uh, here at, at a Sister Network after us doing the Blacklist. Blacklist. And uh, that's it. Well, great to have you. Thanks for watching and listening to Geek Nerd Tech. We'll see you next week. Bye guys. Bye. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram me, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.